Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Brandon Mahoney. He is the co-founder at LaunchPoint Labs, a national venture firm where he is the expert in creating sales departments. He is known as Dr. Startup. I have Stuart Wiggins. He's within Duna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services and brings resources together to help scale your business. I have Victor Freyla. He does personal and professional coaching for mindset, leadership, and direct sales scaling. The question I have today, what factors cause someone to be silent or even join a bully rather than standing up to them? Victor, kick us off. Fear. People operate out of fear 99% of the time. That's it, just fear. I would say so. When you operate out of fear, you're operating out of insecurity and a lack of confidence, mm. which means that everything from that point forward is going to be fear-based. If you fear the bully, if you fear being under the spotlight, if you fear the attention that you're going to get that's going to put you in with the person getting bullied, what do you do? You do the first thing, which is either fight or flight. And flight mm. typically means going onto the side of the bully. I agree. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, for the most part, when you're saying those scenarios where there's somebody being a jerk, there's a bunch of individuals sitting around and it's not until one person stands up that the others start to get confidence to also stand up as well. And so I do think it comes down to fear, whether that's fear of the, the physical intimidation of the bully or the, the just the fear of the conflict in general. So I agree with both, um, but I think it's a self-confidence thing, but I'm going to add just one more layer to it. I think it really were, depends on where you are chronologically in your age. If you're younger, I think that you might be more inclined to sit back and observe. But as you get older and more mature, then I think you're more, you have more confidence and you're willing to step up and say no. I think all of us, because we're entrepreneurs, we don't have to follow the crowd to be successful. And so if there's a bully in the room, then I think I'm going to surmise that we are more likely to stand up and say, hey, wait a minute. So, yes, I agree that fear is a factor. Absolutely. I also think there's a power dynamic. And here's what I mean. So if a bully is seen as being the most powerful person in the room, it makes sense to hitch your wagon to that horse. Uh, Stuart, I think in maybe a little bit opposition to what you said, if you want to get somewhere in a group where the bully is the one that leads it, it's smart to align yourself with him because or her because that's where they're going. I agree with you, except I've been in that case before, and that bully will cut you loose in a heartbeat. Absolutely. And so I'm my comments are based on experience and my chronological age. But at a young age, I would agree with you completely. It's interesting because now I'm, I'm wondering, okay, so why is the bully being a bully? What are they being a bully about? Because uh, I, I never see myself aligning with a bully. And also in terms of age, I find the younger generation is way more outspoken than the older generation. The older generation, the, the individuals that I, I've been around are very much, it's not our business, it's not our problem, just focus on us. The younger generation are the ones, no, this is my problem because it's affecting somebody else. I have to stand up and speak. But when it comes to siding with the bully, to me, I, I'm thinking, well, what are, what are they being a bully about? What is their reason for being a bully I find it funny because I was the kid that I was the fat kid in, in middle school and high school growing up. I got bullied and I continued to get bullied until I stood up to my bully, threw him down the staircase and beat the living trash out of him. Mm -hmm. And after that, it all stopped. Everyone stopped picking on me. Mm 
-hmm. So yes, there's a power dynamic to it. However, I do think that it's the bully reflecting out what's what they've got going on internally, going along with the thought of what are they dealing with that's causing them to act out this way. And more often than not, it's some sort of pain that they're experiencing either at home or internally that they're trying to project out. I've also had a situation where someone was being inappropriate, being very homophobic, uh, not okay in my world. And I stood up to them. And it was very interesting because the group turned on me and called me a bully for drawing the line in the sand and saying, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. And told me you're not being kind. It was very interesting how it became about me being a bully for creating a boundary. It's because it's got to fit the dynamic. It's got to fit what they're comfortable with. And a lot of people are comfortable with other people being in the crosshair, so to speak, and not them. And so anytime somebody could challenge that, you see it all the time. Somebody challenges the status quo, people react in a negative fashion. Whoa, 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 what are you doing? I've worked for people that have been bullies and because of their role in the food chain, then that almost emboldened them into their bully role. And I used to work for a person and they would always say, well, if you don't do this, I'm not going to endorse you for X. It's almost like handcuffs making you get in line. Finally, I stood up and said, I, uh, I, I don't align with what you're saying. I take exception to what you're saying. And once I started responding in that way, that backed the bully down. I think that the bully is a person who in real life doesn't have no authority at all. And they're just pushing back in that fashion. It is amazing to me that when you think of bullies, you think of kids, but bullies, they follow you your entire life. So if someone is listening to this and they want to be the person who stands up to the bully, they want to be the person that says, no, that's not okay. But they're afraid of ending up in the situation that I was in where the crowd then turned on me and called me the bully. What advice do we have for them? To me, it's, respect and love yourself first and foremost if if you say something that you believe fully that the other person is wrong and everyone turns on you well that just opened your eyes to how they view world the world and how they view things maybe not the best people to surround yourself with um, don't put yourself in any kind of physical danger but 100 stand for yourself and that confidence will slowly build over time it, it is challenging it takes a lot to stand up and, and say hey that's not right but you'll find yourself a lot happier and surrounded by a lot better people when you do it. It's a very cheap way to find out who is going to be lined up and aligned with you when it comes to boundaries and respect and things like that. It's very easy to find a different circle of friends and people who will support you and be aligned with you and vision and things like that. And also, if it's in the corporate structure or anything where there's a lot of other people and you're getting bullied, say, in a career position, document the crap out of everything. Yeah. I, I had a conversation with someone just yesterday who's in a situation like that. And I said to her, are you getting this an email? And she said, he won't email anything. And if I email it to him, he won't read it. So he always has this like out, like he didn't, I never saw that. I never said that. It's not a good situation. Well, for her case, the lack of response is a response in and of itself. My advice at this point in my life, what I've learned is to speak up, stand up for the person who's getting bullied or stand up for yourself. Because at the end of the day, when you look at yourself in the mirror, I think there's a great deal of satisfaction. If this person is, is superior to you in the food chain and they're going to be a bully to you, it's not worth it to your health and to your career. If you have the ability to cut them, then cut them because somebody else will pick you up. And that, that's just my opinion. So I think what we've said in answer to the question, why do sometimes people stay silent or even join a bully? The first thing we said was fear, that that's a big factor. The second thing, and, and that, Victor, I wanted to go back to, 
fear not only of the of being attacked by the bully, but a fear of being attacked by the crowd. That's absolutely a factor. The other thing that could be happening is there's a power dynamic that sometimes the bully is the one who's leading the show. And that if you align yourself there, that that's really a good place to be. But then the advice we're giving is basically just do it anyway. And I don't know if that's a great bit of advice to give somebody who's trying to overcome fear. Do we have anything we want to add to that? Here's the thing. Fear, fear is something that you learn. Mm. So really ask yourself, where did you learn to have this sort of fear and why? Why did you learn or accept it as your operating system or your behavior to have when you could have something more positive, such as confidence or even not even experiencing any sort of emotion in the face of a bully? I think it comes from two sources, Victor. Either they have some sort of power dynamic over you or you fear physical fear. Mm. Otherwise, the bully really doesn't have any leverage over you. If the person is your boss, then you fear for your job and your livelihood, or you feel physical threat. Otherwise, don't give the bully the, the feeling that they have some sort of leverage over you. Along that same thought, at some point, you're feeling this fear and you're associating it and connecting it with the bully. So who in your previous life gave you a similar feeling and what was the lesson that you learned there that you can apply here? Or what's the lesson you need to learn in order to be confident in the face of this fear? Brandon, okay, go okay. ahead. You were going to say something. So it's interesting. I always view things in these conversations through the lens of the professional side of things, but thinking through your personal friends and family, it's interesting to me to think, why would you want to be around people that you would be afraid to speak up? It, it for fear of their judgment, when in anything, with, with anything, you should be confident because they're there, that they're going to back you and support you. When it comes to like any kind of fear, it's to me, it's baby steps. That's how you get that through any fear. It's like you just, you slowly approach it. You make a good point, Brandon. Not only should you be around people who aren't going to judge you, but you should be around people who aren't going to silence you. So that is our 10 minutes. I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for having this conversation with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.